Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Learning. IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. Get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com NPR. Russia's attacks on Ukraine's energy and heating infrastructure have left millions of people wondering how they'll stay warm over the coming winter. NPR's Nathan Rott reports on efforts, legal and otherwise, to supply Ukrainians with firewood. In a light rain, among jumbled spent Russian artillery shells, a Ukrainian man saws away at a half-burnt tree, its top a fray of splintered wood. His co-worker Oleg beckons us over to look at rubble covering the forest floor. Oleg not being his real name because this logging isn't strictly legal. And because he's still nervous after being held and tortured, he says, by Russian soldiers when they occupied this northeast corner of Ukraine. So you can see that these are the boxes. Uh, they were full of shells. Then there was fire. And you can see the only metal pieces of uh, these wooden boxes are left. So you can see them everywhere. This was a Russian ammunition depot hidden in the woods outside of the town of Izum. It was hit by Ukrainian artillery strikes during their counteroffensive in mid-September. Woods like this in Izum. Woods that are damaged, mined, littered with unexploded ordnance. Too unsafe for anyone working in an official capacity to deal with. So I understand you collect wood that you then bring to people in Izum, yeah? Is there a big need for firewood? Of course, he says, I get a lot of requests. Because in some areas of this place, there's no electricity, he says, no natural gas. So this is the only way to get heat. Ukrainian officials acknowledge millions of people are in a difficult position because of Russia's concentrated attacks on the country's heating and electrical infrastructure. But its environment ministry, responsible for the country's forests, is urging people to not do this, not collect their own firewood, making it a crime punishable by fines. Ruslan Strelets is the country's environment minister. Because of the trenches, the explosions and fires, he says, one-third of Ukrainian woodland has been damaged by war. That figure, one-third of the country's forests, could not be verified. But it's what has environmental groups in the country concerned, too. Some have set up websites to report people illegally harvesting wood. Strelet says he doesn't anticipate it being a huge issue, though. I don't think there are a lot of cases like this, he says. And it shouldn't be needed, he adds, because of an effort by the state— an effort to supply people with wood through a government-run program. In the densely wooded Jatoma region, east of Kyiv, you get a small scale of that government effort. Among rail lines, a crane moves bundles of freshly cut logs, piling them two stories high. The whole area is huge. Dmitro Hatsuliak, the director of the state forestry enterprise, points at one grouping of piles. That's about 200 uh, railway cars. 200 railway cars worth of firewood. 
In normal years, Ukraine makes roughly two and a half million cubic meters of firewood available for people to purchase. This year, Hatsuliak says, they've more than doubled it. So Russia's goal of trying to make everybody here really cold this winter ain't gonna happen? They try to scare the residents and cause a lot of problems, Hatsuliak says, but there will be no problem with supplying people with firewood. In harder-to-reach parts of Ukraine, though, like Izum, where the sounds of artillery fire can still be heard. Oleg, the illegal logger, takes a break from loading firewood into the back of a bus. He's doubtful that state-logged wood will make it here, he says, or that people will be able to afford it. That's why they're here, despite the risks. I ask if he's worried about being fined or stepping on a mine. I think that freezing temperatures are scarier than uh, forestry. <laughs> scarier than logging amidst explosives. Nathan Rott, NPR News, Izum, Ukraine. This message comes from NPR sponsor Charles Schwab with its original podcast on investing. Each week, you'll get thoughtful, in-depth analysis of both the stock and the bond markets. Listen today and subscribe at schwab.com slash oninvesting or wherever you get your podcasts. Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Learning. IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. Get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com slash NPR. Hey there, everybody. It's Peter Sagal. On our show, Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, it's usually just jokes. But a man cannot live on dad jokes alone. Sometimes you need to express your trauma that haunts you and drives you, as I did on a bonus episode just for Wait, Wait Plus supporters. A deep dish pizza hurt me. That's right. For a chance to hear the raw, real, revealing truth, sign up for Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me Plus at plus.npr.org in order to feel my pain.